your favorite toy truck nerds are back. Welcome to That Scale RC Show. live on facebook which is good so oh it's actually working yeah so now we gotta now we gotta watch our mouths yeah yeah you gotta be nice now (laughs) 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 is trav staying behind the curtain tonight are you not no my camera's on the my camera's on the feed just not on the call because I didn't feel like paying for a like stream platform for this. So really it was God damn. So I had to, well, so I had to put, I mean, I just put together the, the best half-assed view of, you know, a live stream that I could that showed all of us. But yeah, that means that, yeah, I couldn't be on the call. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. I know but, it's, but your camera's working though, right? My camera's working. I, yeah. I'm on the feed. I'm just not okay. with you guys directly, unfortunately. It's I a see. Huge bummer. If you go to the actual live thing that everyone's watching right now, you can see it. Yeah, because I'm I've got that up so that way I can see comments and everything. Because <laughs> trying to use this is the like the computer problem to get this started was obviously part of why we were delayed. But I didn't even really get set up till at eight thirty because. This every single time I feel like we do an event or anything on here, it's Facebook completely changes the UI for how you interact with, like with a page. Like it used to be your Facebook pages, then Creator Studio. Now it's live producer on Facebook business. But when I log into, like it doesn't even show up for me. Like the page isn't even there. I tried to use the event that that Jay had made an hour ago, and that was completely inaccessible. I, I had to make something new altogether. They don't make it easy at all. So this time, I don't. I don't think we can take a hundred percent of the blame. <laughs> it's yeah. really stupid. <laughs> Crazy. But yeah, welcome everybody. We finally did it. We did. It works now. And hopefully, I haven't heard anybody complaining that it's not working yet. So no, they were just all freaking out. I was getting texts and everything. Like, did you guys start it already? Is it over? Yep, yeah. it was a 10-second show. Good night. <laughs> Everything's on fire, yeah. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I didn't even know it was Wednesday until about six hours ago. That's how That's how out of it I've been. We only talked about it 24 hours ago. Yeah, which I wasn't awake for. <laughs> yeah, he missed the whole conversation. <laughs> yeah. Oh, how's everybody doing? Let's see. I did. Yeah, that's I, the only thing. I, did I don't see. I got to open it up so I can see what's going on. Yeah. Chris said that, uh, yeah, that was our show. Forgot to hit record. I actually have video and audio recording tonight. I got both of them off in time. So 
I'll actually be able to upload this after the fact, which I don't think I did with last year's show. I don't think I was oh, able to no, do that. Oh, no, I don't think we could, yeah. Yeah, so I fixed that this time. So see, some good comes out of it for those who couldn't wait the extra 18 minutes. Oh, no, I don't think we could, yeah. Yeah, so I fixed that this time. So see, some good comes out of it for oh, who turned the speakers who on? My bad. That's probably <laughs> me. I was trying, I'm trying to figure out how to see the comments without like opening it up, but it doesn't work. I'm just uh, I'm watching trying to it, do on it on our phone or on my phone, I should say. Yeah, I'm just watching oh, it dude, on the monitor browser. But yeah, let's see. See, technology. And I had so much lag that I can't look at the comments on the. Yeah, that's gonna. That's, well, yeah. There's gonna be there's gonna be a delay from the comments from like when we see them. Let's yeah, see. Turn off phone. Let's see. I'll catch up a little bit. We made it. Evening and Merry Christmas. Thank you, Nicholas Russo. Same to you. We don't need a narrator. We don't need any more. We don't need any more uh, people in this. <laughs> <laughs> where's the yeah, intern? Yeah, where's the intern? I don't know, actually. I haven't talked to intern in a while. I don't know if he's really yeah. intern anymore. All right, there you go. Now I can see what's going on. Uh, Except for I got to put it up next to my screen so I'm not looking down the whole time <laughs> like Jay. <laughs> I think I got to figure it out. Let's see. Merry Christmas, Iggy. So I see. So uh, Shane Heigert, what's up, guys? Big fan of the show and just became a Patreon of the channel. Thanks, Shane. Well, thank you for your support for this. Yeah, thank uh, you. Mess of a podcast. Thanks, man. Okay, I'm trying to figure out where to put this so I can see the live chat and like still be able to see it. I mean, I can just read it off for everybody. Also, it's the Echo Show. Oh, that must have been earlier when I was playing around with. Yeah, yeah, mine was doing that too. Yeah, multitasking at its finest. There we go. Oh, no, it's all this technology, it. and we're too dumb to use it. We're pretty good at it. We made it work. Makaya, what's up, dude? Christopher Cannon, Merry Christmas. Keep up the great work. Dude, I don't know what you're calling great about this. It's kind of a mess. <laughs> There's keep, a lot keep up of, the work is a little more accurate. There's a lot of sugar going, <laughs> going on here. More than more. Not than necessarily usual, good work, a little bit of bad work. Yeah. A lot of times it's missing work. Because, because Travis is the professional one out of us. He is. We'd be lost without him. He's the glue that binds us. <laughs> I'm just the the noise removal and uh, not eight bit video specialist. That's it. <laughs> yeah. If there so was an something. agenda, though, I have no idea. So you guys just go for it. Well, I was gonna bring up you you remember the uh i don't think i had posted it on the actual podcast page i think it was to our group chat but um 
I'm trying to think the name of the brand, but you know that little hard body Chevy long bed pickup that was a 18th scale, I think it was, mm. that I was showing you. Yeah. That, and there was like a Land Cruiser oh, one in the same picture. It was me. Yeah. You remember, you remember that though, Trav, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm following. Oh, okay. So anyways, I got to see one of those the other day when I was at uh, Cap Sani with El Grande. And man, those are rad little cars. They're oh, super, yeah. Super scale. Like the, the tailgates hinged on it. And like, it was really, really cool in person. It was neat to see. That's awesome. Very, very scale and detail. They even went as far as like, excuse me, making sure that the lights look like they were halogen instead of like blue LEDs and stuff. I mean, they really kind of outdid themselves on it. It's a nice little rig. So that was kind of cool. It was neat seeing one of those in person for the first time. Yeah, that's awesome. I like the really scale ones, like when it's uh, kind of like the harder finds sometimes. Yeah, exactly. You just never see them. Yeah, it was it was pretty crazy. I'd like to see the Land Cruiser one. That one's super scaled. But, I mean, the other one for being a pickup and everything, like it was pretty on point. It was pretty rad. You know, did we ever actually fully talk about the SSD, um, the unlockable hubs, the fully functional ones? I don't think we did. No, I don't think so either. I don't think we talked about those at all. In fact, I, I haven't seen them pop up yet. Let me look. I'm going to check on Amen and see, because I've been just trying to get a price on them, and I couldn't even find them on SSD's website at the time. All right, let's see what it says. I do not believe they're available yet through a main. Yeah, I'm not seeing it. Well, it's good SSD's website. Hmm. In the meantime, we'll catch up on a couple of the comments. Uh, Shane, Shane Inness, sorry if I butchered your last name, said, love the podcast when I'm driving courier. One problem, not enough of them. Cheers, fellas. Merry Christmas. Well, Merry Christmas to you as well. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Um, yeah, I know lately we've had a couple uh, mishaps, missed a couple weeks here and there. And uh, actually, what does tonight make? What are we at? One ninety. Oh, good question. Four? Let me see. I think. I think this might be ninety-five. Ninety-six. This is ninety-six. I'm adding a one in front of it. <laughs> this is probably the closest guess though that any of us have had. Um though <laughs> in the last couple times that's been brought up. I think Dad thought it was episode hundred a couple weeks ago. It will be eventually. <laughs> Probably March. And four more episodes. Yeah. <laughs> um, if we do, if we, they're if we on do their website at no price. I have no idea what the price is. Still. Let's see if like RPP or somebody has it. Chris Banta says it's weird putting faces to the voices I've listened to for how long. Oh yeah. <laughs> 
That I is apologize. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, that we're all, we're that all feeling that you're experiencing is called disappointment. This. Nobody means though. It's always really strange seeing it for the first time. Yeah, but okay. So real quickly, so back to the SSD, um, the fully functional manual locking front wheel hubs. CNC machine hardened steel universal joint axle shaft, CNC machined aluminum rotors, CNC machine stainless steel wheel hubs, CNC machine hardened steel hub lockers. So it still has a seven millimeter nut driver, fits any SLW compatible wheels, um, direct fit for the SSD Trail King and direct fit for the Pro 44. And I believe it also works with, yeah. And direct fit for the um, Pro 44 offset front axle for the SCX 10.2. So it's, I wonder, that means it should work for the SCX 10.2 axle then, right? Yeah, and the Element 1.2, I believe. So. Well, shoot. Yeah, I, I can't come Not, up with anything for price still. The only thing people are going to be bummed about, not compatible with wheel hub weights. So all you brass fanatics out there, these are not your parts. Oh, brutal. That's weird because I thought it said on their Instagram page that it actually was going to work with all of them. How will they recover? Yeah, I don't know. I don't <laughs> I wonder know. how many of those will sell. Unless that's just their thing. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, it's there. They have so SSD has a set of um, steel brake rotor weights. Theirs won't work with it. So yeah. Huh. Well, all right. Yeah, still doesn't have a price, but it's pretty interesting. Yeah, nothing, no, uh, no news about any of it on the Instagram either. Yeah, if someone comes across any, share it to us. We're yep. striking out. <laughs> yeah, no luck. So, being Christmas and all, you guys ready? For sure. For Christmas? Yeah, for Christmas. Oh, um, oh. It's become like... It snuck up on me this year. Like, really quick. So, I really haven't prepared at all. But I never took down my decorations from last year, so I was, already, I was in a way, already <laughs> prepared. Always one step ahead. Yeah, the best part about buying a fake tree is that you know it's you know, it doesn't really get old, so gross or anything like that. And I don't have half a tree to vacuum up and throw out. So yeah, I got to. I, I mean, with where I live, it was a little bit cumbersome to try and store. It would have been basically all of my storage. So I was like, well, we'll just <laughs> we'll dance around it for the year, and we did. Is the thing huge or something? No, it's just, you know, it's apartment living. Yeah. 
Let's see. What do we have new this week? Do we have anything new at all? Anything new? Oh, just stuff coming out. There oh. hasn't really been a lot of big releases or anything leading up to Christmas, surprising enough. I think any of them that were planned probably slipped. Yeah, given I mean, <laughs> the current state of things. Yeah, I, I know that's what happened to us. Is stuff just takes too long right now. And so, Travis, um, Chris slid into your DMs. I, I saw that. Yeah, I'll uh, let's see. I'm not really sure how to share this with everybody. He sent me a uh, face. Well, he sent me a Facebook Marketplace screenshot, which is Strike One. But um, strike two is that it's, yeah, it's a $60,000 2014 Ford Pro 4. Yeah, Pro 4 off-road race truck built by Kincaid. Sold 90% complete. Traxxas livery and everything. How much? For 60 k that's kind of crazy. Let me see if I can find a show and uh, a way to share this with you guys. Well, he sent it to me, too. Oh, did he? Well, that, Jack, that Jack's Redline kid is selling his geyser trophy truck that he and ken block used at the baja 1000 for like 450 grand damn yeah and that's the two-wheel drive one that's not even all-wheel drive right that's old technology <laughs> everybody's going all-wheel drive now yeah i just saw mason's building another truck for the build solos and everybody's going to be having them pretty quick here that's gonna be game changer everybody's going a lot faster now in the desert yeah yeah that's crazy it's cool though yeah yeah very yeah portals on the trophy truck who would have thought Yeah, maybe Santa will bring you a Pro 4 one-to-one short course. Yeah, I, I don't know about that. <laughs> That'd be great. Even even if I could obtain something yeah. like that, maintaining that is brutal. Doing Toyo had a pretty brutal. funny ad with Todd LaDuke, or no, Kyle LaDuke, with the Christmas tree strapped on top of this Pro 4. Oh, really? I don't know if you guys that or not. Yeah, it was no. a Toyo Tires video. No, I didn't catch it. Yeah, it's pretty funny. He's just airing it out with a tree tied to the top of his Pro 4. Like, just ridiculous air. Uh, speaking of uh, speaking of some of this, so um, I saw that ProLine had... Pro, so ProLine did a recent body release that at, oh. <laughs> I was getting excited about for a little bit. So if anybody remembers the uh, the chopped up uh, U4 Bronco that we did, oh and yeah, they mm-hmm. they dropped some photos of you know of a Bronco body that was like that that I thought was going to be, I thought they were doing that, and they released it for the short course yeah. racing platform. Yeah, I know. I it, saw that too. I was I like, got halfway through reading the post. Like... I was like, what? <laughs> Why? Like the one thing that they just totally could have struck gold on for the scale market and they release a stupid short course basher body. I I cannot I cannot imagine 
what short course platform sales are in general right now. Like it's got to be terrible across the board compared to like year over year has to be much worse to the point where I don't know. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah. All those short course racers are drag racing now. (laughs) Yeah. That's where all the sales are going. Yeah. (laughs) Though everyone's making their own chassis and everything now. So I guess you really only need to buy a couple parts. (laughs) Sean, yeah, yeah, they techno alone. <laughs> it was just typical pro line, <laughs> you know. Eh. They they did release a cliffhanger body though for the SCX twenty four, so that was neat. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't really bringing it up as a pro line bash thing. I was just, I was surprised that that was that that's what what it actually turned out to be. Because again, I I'm surprised anyone's releasing anything for short course. I'm surprised it wasn't like a fifth scale like low C body. That well, that would make more sense to me. Like that, that yeah, I honestly I, mean. I would think would even sell better, you know. But because I don't know where it's big still. Well, what's funny about seeing that one twenty fourth scale cliffhanger body is, if you follow, um, well, I know definitely the SCX twenty four mod page. There's a ton of guys doing the whole like one twenty fourth scale or I guess, yeah, comp setup. Like, they have all trick. Like, there's right <laughs> people making, like, crazy comp flat rail chassis for them. Yeah. That's crazy. So Yeah, 24 scales out of control. I guess that's still growing pretty good, too. Well, because, I mean, so it's one accessible. of it's like, yeah, I was yeah. going to say, it's the easiest to get in, the most affordable. Um, yeah, I mean, you can get a whole setup for, like, 100 bucks. There's been a few that are pretty detailed to the point of where I, you know, in a picture was like kind of not knowing what it was at first, you know, I had to kind of guess. I was like, oh, it's a little one that uh, the guy that had that little Chevy hard body, he had a 24 there that had one of the um, uh, mod 19. What is it? Something, something shark or whatever. Micro shark. Oh, the, yeah, no, the, no, the um, tube shark. Or something like that. Isn't that what it is? I thought it was Micro Shark, but maybe I'm wrong. But it is a Micro had, Shark. Maybe you're right. He had one Micro of those, shark. and dude, the thing was so rad. Like it had 3D printed seats and stuff. I mean, like it looked really, really nice all together. Was, that was pretty cool too. His kid was driving that. Well, the Micro Shark is one of those things I wanted to do, but once you price everything out to do it, you're like, oh, it's hard to pull that trigger. Because it's all Shapeways, isn't it? That's the only place to get it all. Yep. Brutal. Yeah, that's yeah. I rough. think we. I think I mentioned that before on, on the show. I think like I totaled it all up. If you go just all the cage parts, the panel parts, not even like all the interior stuff, I think you're well over 150 bucks in, in parts just to convert it. God, that's. I don't know. We have 124 stuff, and we just hardly ever even drive it. Like, it just it doesn't catch my interest at all. Well, I built out that Jeep, and then it's kind of sad. I still have my Betty, the 124th scale Betty. That's chilling in the box. And I have the C10 that's chilling in the box because that was the last car I got from our local hobby shop before they folded. And then I have that... uh 
hard body suburban that Elio gave me. Mm. That's hard because it's like not a lot of people, especially us in particular, are not like, oh, yeah, we should go drive 24th scales today. It just doesn't come up. Which is pretty much cool. I mean, it, like if we ever actually like got to go somewhere and drive for fun, like the one time that you and I drove them, what is it, over a year ago now, was actually like pretty fun that time. Oh, yeah, that was a good, yeah, that was a lot of fun. It, 24th scale stuff on like nat- natural terrain was pretty awesome. That was a lot of fun that, out there. Yeah, that was a good time. I mean, that was fun. Like, I could see Cap Sandy being fun or something with them, you know, with, like, two or three guys. But, like, totally. I don't know. The, the last time that I tried to drive a 24th scale was when it was, like, the weekend before the Night Runner was released. And I had just gotten aluminum wheels for the Enduro 24 I had. And so I went and was like, you know, going to drive it the next day and everything when I was already out doing photos for another rig. And like the wheels were so heavy that that little truck couldn't even turn them. So it's just, it's just sad ever since. So I don't know. Unless like, it's probably just, those are probably just going to have plastic wheels on them unless you end up getting like new esc and servo and two cell battery because they're just a one cell versus the two that the axials have which i guess those are okay right so that was kind of disappointing but oh well yeah i think i decked out my 24th scale Oh, and I got it like right before, I think I got it all decked out right before Axial Fest. And then I, I brought it up with me to Axial Fest, but it sat in the truck the whole time. Yeah. I mean, it's like the perfect thing to toss in a backpack and just always have there, but I just, I don't know. I don't even do that. Well, we just never, it's like by the time that we're done doing what we need to do or whatever, then it's usually like, all right, let's go. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah, it's hard point. at the end of all this, especially here when weather's kind of at a premium where it's like, you would think, oh yeah, try and squeeze it all in, but I mean, we're we're usually pretty tired by the time that we're all done, so it's hard to then be like, oh, let's go, you know, try and find a line for ten minutes that would be fun with these. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Like the last <laughs> couple times that I've gone to go crawling, I've taken like just a bunch of different rigs with me. You know, like almost <laughs> oh, so many that we've got, and then just drive two of them. Right. You know, I'm just cool okay yeah like i think the last time i went out i drove el grande and the moon buggy and that was it and i had, had like the rift a gatekeeper 400 like had everything there and didn't touch any of them gotcha yeah there's always a lot to kind of stay yeah Let's we see. got any questions or comments um, a couple of people talking about leaving the Betty as a collectible or, uh, yeah, as like you said, I opened up my Betty, uh, 996 and I would put it in a display case and never ran it. That's pretty cool. Um, Sean Cook said they're fetching around 200 right now unopened on my SCX 24 groups. Wow. Well, that's like something popped up on uh so i'm a part of i think it's called rc vintage scalers or vintage crawlers or something like that old school vintage i don't know and somebody shared some photo of 
an AX10 that was still sitting in the box and like people were freaking out. They're like, Oh, I need that. I need that for my collection. And it's funny because I have that same exact car new in box and it's still sitting on my shelf. And it got me thinking, I'm like, should I throw it up? See if somebody will snag it or do I still hold on to it? I'd hang on to it. <laughs> Chris Trudeau said he'll wait till uh, he said he's going to wait till his is the same price as a ripper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, actually, I guess I could pause my video and go grab it. You should. Okay, I'll be right. Yeah, back. do it. Scale Nat sold out in seven minutes. Oh That's yeah. Wow. I'll, I'll let that comment slip through. <laughs> I should just change the name to Power Wagon Fest 2022. That's still the uh, go-to. I think so. Funny. I think the most ridiculous thing I saw recently was they had um, they for scale points you know like everybody just kind of does like the bare minimum so that they can kind of tick that box and get their points and like the newest thing is like this super dumb little flat piece of plate with some holes in it and they're screwing those to the roof and calling it a roof rack ah. to get scale points yeah. it's so terrible looking it's just like really why why like it gets to the point where it's like why even try like if you're just gonna do stupid crap like that like why even bother with any of it <laughs> let's see uh brandon geiger said shout out to sr from purchase to my door the turnaround is unbelievable oh thank you brandon thanks and Chris Trudeau said it's only worth what someone will pay um, for an AX-10. And yeah, there'll be cliffhangers in the J-Con creep. I almost never see, I feel like I never see creep bodies online. So you definitely don't see them as often as the power wagons. No. Huh. They're cool looking, but I'm wondering how fast Ecto bodies are going to sell out again. They lasted what maybe a day last time. Well, I short enough to that I didn't even realize they came back in stock. Yeah, <laughs> that's they're gonna be gone fast. I bet that, and then the clear night runner bodies too. Again, I bet those are gonna not last very long. Yeah, yeah, night runner bodies are going to be a commodity for a long time. A very long time. Yeah. I'd love to know the numbers, like what, you know, how many they've ordered of these things. Yeah. Yeah, I would too. I mean, God, it's... You know, like, is it like a shipping container full of bodies? Like, is that how many they order at a time? Like, it'd be interesting to know that. I mean, that's probably not too far off, honestly. I mean, yeah. given the vol, I mean, given the volume, you know, especially like this is the thing where like, like kits were always like this too. 
because if you think of it as like how many kits can fit in a shipping container, like it's a lot, but not as many as you'd think, you know, like it's not like just one run of them is coming over and then that's it. That's, you'd need a lot more than that. Yeah. Just the, just the displacement is kind of crazy. Just say no to power wagon. <laughs> I still like it. those. I do too. No, I do too. I think I was like one of the few people that actually didn't talk trash about how everybody has them. Yeah, see, I never saw that. I never saw, I never, like during that time, I never saw the like, you know, everyone's doing a power wagon build thing. Like, it didn't really feel like it was that frequent to me, but I don't know. Let's see, oh, did There's you get that? see adam retrieved it Let's see it whoa that's badass that's pretty <laughs> rad. Still completely in box seal has not been broken on any side wow that's so, awesome it's a trip yeah do you like have that inner struggle to like part of you wants to open it or or you pretty much like it's easy to just let it sit and not worry about you, it. You want to know it's a trip though? Look at the original price. Can't I see can't it. see it. It's a uh, four sixty four ninety nine. God damn. <laughs> so yeah, so that's the original Axial Scorpion. The ARTR almost ready to run so that's crazy yep um yeah so basically it back in the day if you would have got that you would have had to put your electronics get a receiver for it um battery all that stuff so yeah so that's that has cool. everything but electronics Dude, it's got the original uh pro line what are those Tires are those again? I forget what tires they are. Proline 2.2 hammers. Never even heard of those. Yep. So, and it's funny because those tires, I think they're still semi okay, but they're starting to do that like. You know when you stare at certain tires, they got like the crystallization on them? Mm-hmm. That's what those look like. Is it like the white like mold release stuff or is it kind of turning that like yellowy color? Not really yellow. More like that mold release. Huh. I think. I don't know. Axial tires at one point had this like white powdery mold release that was like kind of sparkly and dude that stuff was so hard to get off the tires. I mean, you see, could like scrub and scrub and scrub and I don't know if you can see it in the video. Yeah, not really. Not really. I found some of the like what is this? It looks to be the the, the truck tires of the hammers. Found the old How old do you listing. think that that is like 15 years probably? This I don't let me see. Probably. This one was added to the Amian website in February of 2009. So mm. 12 years ago. 
is around the life cycle what the hammer was. Let me see. It's interesting that like all this time later, Axial and Proline are under the same roof now. Right. All that time ago, you could buy one of them with the tires on it. <laughs> that's a trip that you would have like an aftermarket tire company. Well, no, that's like my... Um, so yeah, my uh, very first SCX-10 um, kit, the old school, that Betty body... Not the B seventeen Betty, but the actual the one they called a Betty. Um, that was kind of like an old, I guess Chevy Ford kind of round looking thing. It's it's the one I'm putting on my comp rig. Um, that one came with Proline fl uh, flat irons. Weird in the kit. Mm -hmm. That was back when Proline had like three or four scale off-road tires like i think they have like flat irons i think the i mean the tsls came out almost like a year or two into when i got into the hobby so it's like at one point they only had like i said like three or four tires crazy i wonder if the swamper is their like number one selling scale tire still it's crazy that after all these years like that things that tire still works so well it's kind of weird though like lately i don't yeah. see as many people using those as you see like i mean at one point it was really really popular and stuff but now it's like i almost see like crawlers and stuff more so than i do any of the swampers it's strange especially up here like up here the swampers work awesome in the winter time but it's weird. You just don't see them. Like they were five years ago, they were super, super popular. And like all my friends had them on the rigs and everything. And like now, just don't really see them. Kind of strange. Yeah. Yeah. That's because when they first came out, it's almost like anything. It's like that's how, you, like that's how this hobby's always been. It's like something comes out. And if it works really well, it usually becomes trendy and it's the most sought after. And then everybody seems to have one kind of like what happened with the power wagon body kind of like what's going on with the cliffhanger body right now um which is kind of like i don't know for me it's kind of a bummer because i do like that body but i just don't want to be like oh it's just another cliffhanger yeah i so. do like that body though that is pretty nice and it doesn't get in the way very much or anything <laughs> both our epx okay trucks here have it. but here's the thing but here's the thing that's kind of confusing about the cliffhanger body is I've seen people run it and they say, oh, it's perfect for a class two, which if I'm not mistaken, after I looked at the rules, it can't be a class two because the body has to extend past the frame rails or past the tires, if I'm not mistaken, a certain amount. I got to Now I'm going to look at the rules again. Class one you're thinking of. Class two, you can have like full on like truggies and stuff. You don't need to have the tires covered. No, you don't have to have them covered, but I'm saying for like, not for, like side to side. Cause you do have to basically with class two, if I'm not mistaken, it's the inner part of the tire cannot be wider than the widest part of the cab. So it works for that. As long as it's the inside of the tire isn't outside the door panel. Like, so as long as that's still in your, 
like the door panel area, you're fine. But what I'm saying is, is like the departure and departure angle. If I'm not mistaken, the tire in a class two must go past. I think the body must go past the, like the front of the tire and the rear part of the tire. And on the cliffhanger, doesn't it stay pretty much in line? Yeah, I mean, it's, I don't know. It, it's pretty close. See how the tires, like your tire hangs, like that, your tire, yeah, that's it's right there. See, that's what I'm saying. See the rear, you have like no yeah. departure angle or nothing in the way. See, I think that was the problem, I, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and, and this is just a regular 12.3. I mean, this is like not a funky wheelbase or anything. Yeah. So that's the... That like I said, I could be wrong, but I look over at my phone and I'm still holding up the truck. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of a delay. Yeah, that's just streaming. Let's see. Do you have the rally car handy? Uh, no, I, I don't. Probably wouldn't be able to see it anyways with the feed. But I think Chris wanted Would to see it. Was someone asking about it, or you just wanted to see it? Uh, Chris, Chris, Chris Trudeau was asking to show the rally car. Oh, I can go grab it real quick. It's easy. We'll see if I don't know if anybody would be able to see it with the camera feed, but it's up to you. I don't know. I could see the. I saw the cliffhanger on my okay. phone. Oh, I'll go grab it. Be right back. Cool. Yeah, now, I, now I'm like reading through because this is what I was doing when I was building that. Um, do, redoing my comp rig. I was trying to do. Maybe I'm wrong. Because this is where it got confusing. Because, like, for instance, it says you must run a full rail chassis, and the chassis, including bumpers, must be three inches longer than the wheelbase. Meaning, like, which I think is the problem. Like, for instance, not really that body. So you could run that body, your bumper would just be hanging out way past because your wheelbase, um, you have to. So, so basically, you have to divide that any way you want, meaning that your overall bumper to bumper must equal three inches longer than your wheelbase. So if you have like a 12, you know, like for, like Jay was saying, you said that was a 12, three, you need to be five, 15, three, right? Yeah. You'd have to be 15, three from bumper to bumper, which means you'd have a weird gap on the cliffhanger body because the, the tailgate stops. That's why I was saying you could run it. It's just going to look funky. Right. But you can run a flat piece of plate and call it a roof rack and get points for it. I'm just going to no, 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 no. say it. No. What I was saying was the reason that I remembered now why you, uh, there's nothing saying you can't run that body in a class two. What I'm saying is that according to the rules, the chassis, including the bumper, must be three inches longer than the wheelbase. Meaning that, so basically what I was saying was like, yours is 12, three 
from bumper to bumper, your chassis would have to be 15-3 to be class 2. Who comes up with this? Dude. It's like, seriously. Dumbasses come up with this. Like, I'm going to just finally say it. Like, scale comps are stupid as hell. Like, whoever comes up with these rules is just dumb. Like, the entire thing of it is dumb. I'm just going to say it right now. You've got rules like that that you can do a stupid flat plate and call it a roof rack and get points for it. Like the, there is nothing scale about scale comps now. Like it's just the dumbest stuff ever. Like why, why even bother with any of this? If it's just that stupid and doesn't make sense. For me, it's for once I want to try and build something and follow it just like to do it. But, yeah. um, cause it's one thing, it's one aspect I haven't done. But it's just interesting. That's what I'm saying is like, so if you look at the way that the cliffhanger body was designed, if that bed portion was just a smidge longer, by the time you add the bumper, you're going to be whatever the, whatever you need to make your chassis, the proper length. Um, If you just follow like the way it is now, you're not uh, from bumper to bumper, like you could still run it, but you'd have a huge gap from where your bumper is to where the tailgate of that vehicle is, is all I was saying right i why so <laughs> why now here's the valley car chris i haven't really done much else to it it's just kind of how it's sitting right now the roof is not on it so there's just holes there but that's that's it and all of its asymmetrical graphic glory yeah, I was going to say, did you actually uh, do graphics on that or did you paint it? No, no, those are stickers on it. It's just painted white. Gotcha. I'm not that fancy. Hey, you could be. I don't really enjoy painting at all. I'm not particularly good at it. Especially after that I've learned stupid with... one. That tan. Yeah, metric. I learned painting. You got. It's all about masking. It's like anything. It's like painting a house, painting a car, painting whatever. The prep and the mask is really what sets it off. Um, if you, you you can be like a professional painter using all professional equipment, but if you did a horrible job masking off the windows and you have like blowouts and bleed through, it'll still look like yeah. an amateur paint job. Yep. So. Yeah. It's a lot of work. I'm very much a single color paint job kind of guy. I do like that green Tacoma, though. The green one turned out really good. I like that one. Yeah. It was a good, good color. I was going to say, you should start using um, the Duplicolor, the automotive, like, touch-up cans. Oh, yeah. Those those stick to the Lexan, if anybody's curious. Oh, really? Interesting. Uh-huh. I did not know that. Yeah, supposedly yep. from... And I, I forgot that I had heard about this, but Nick LaRusso told me the other days, like when I had made a post about it, he was saying that you can spray Tamiya flat clear and basically any any paint will stick after that. So that'll be something that I try. I actually tried, and then Brad said the same thing with 2X. He said you can use 2X clear or matte clear and then paint will adhere to it and then stick to the Lexan better. So I'm going to start doing that. That gray truck or the, the green Tacoma, I actually 
had painted the interior the way Brad was saying and put clear down first before I used any of the color for the seats and stuff in it. It actually worked really, really well and didn't wrinkle or do anything funky this time. So I think I might have finally cracked the code to using regular spray paints on this stuff now. Nice. Yeah, because um, basically it's too shiny on the inside, so the paint's not going to adhere. Yeah. I mean, I've so... even like that, that tan Toyota, the Gen 2 Tacoma that I did. Mm -hmm. Man, like I scuffed that thing and everything, and that fusion paint didn't stick at all. Like it just came right off. So hmm. everywhere but the hood. The hood, it actually stayed really, really good. But everywhere else, it's all flaking off. So I don't know what the hell's going on with it. So I'll just end up painting it on the outside and call it good. That was just so upsetting when I saw that. <laughs> It's like, man, I spent so much time on that body and like all the 3D printed stuff, like the fender flares and grill and headlights and like headlights even had DRLs in them, all that work. And then the paint starts flaking off. It was just so pissed. Well, well, I never showed you the first paint job I ever did, or did I, on the SCX 10.3? I don't know. I don't remember. The now. digital camo? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, the, I remember the that. Snow camo. Mm -hmm. Man, I spent so much time working on that, and when I got all done, I was like, "This looks like crap." I forgot you. I did was that. like, it was. There was one of the biggest. Like, I was like, it's like the biggest kick to the nuts. You're just like, really, you just feel so defeated. You're just like, you just want to go inside yep. and like lay down and just take a nap, and <laughs> like you're just sad. Pretty much. So I was like, I was, so, yeah, luckily you were able to buy the body clear and I bought it clear. And then I ended up just going simpler and ended up with the paint job that I have now. But I mean, I'm just like, uh, I had an idea in my head and it just didn't come out right. And I was pissed. I just ruined a night runner body recently. I used bulldog adhesion promoter and then sprayed two X over it. And it crinkled on me on the roof and on the hood. So now I'm in the process of DA sanding all the paint back off of it on a Lexan body so that I can paint it. Just haven't had good painting luck lately. Like I said, it's been upsetting. Yeah. No, I hear that. I need um, to get going on that. Ecto that's why for Operation Charlie, I got to paint that thing too. That's why I'm holding off on painting that Betty body that I have for that comp rig because. I want to make sure that I prep everything really well because there is no ordering another body if I screw that one up. Yeah, so that's right. I want to make sure. <laughs> so I want to make sure it's right because I kind of did the same thing. I'm not going to lie. The B17 body that I painted to make look like the OG one that you could get, and I put it on the other AX10 that I have. I I thought it was the right green. And it ended up being a little too green, not enough lime in it. And I was like, oh. <laughs> and there's no, like, there's no fixing it. <laughs> it yeah. is what it is. So yeah. I'm like, all right, well, that's the way it lives now. Yeah, we are, we got a green from Tamiya that we used on Travis's drag car that was, I thought was going to be a really good green. And then we sprayed it and I was like, whoa, this is really weird looking. Yeah. It's like really yeah, I wonder, pale. I wonder if there's it's not the... enough yellow in it. Hmm. 
I wonder what color it was because I just picked up Tamiya. Was it light green? I think that's what it was. Was there light know. green, light green or bright green? And it just isn't. Yeah, I forget which one it is, but I just picked it up. The can looks really good, or the the color on the can looks really good. So I was like, yeah. I don't know. That's the hard part that I always have is figuring out what like, for instance, because I'm trying to copy the original, just like how my box looks. That was that's like my goal. Obviously, I've kind of cut up the body to make it more performance, and plus that was an eleven. What is it? Eleven four? Whatever the, whatever their the wheelbase was back then i think it was like 11.4 was the smaller axial one. Oh, like so i had to and stuff it was all just yeah i had to open okay. so i had to open it up a little bit but other than that i want to try and do that same nostalgic gray and green but i just want to get that green right so i'm going to test this you know a couple times on some lexan and look at it and say okay i can live with that or no it's not going to work so you have all the decals for it and everything too right negative i do oh. not that's the only thing i don't have is i don't have the decal the original decals and the thing that actually i'm kicking myself in the butt for is the bot my original body that i had i ended up doing a um i ended up using spray on bed liner the aerosol spray on bed liner to do that body and ran it around like that for a while and then i ended up just taking it off and like i think i used the newer chevy body style after that that was that was that rig changed body styles like i don't know how many times because that was back when it was like you got one rig then you're like oh i want to change this and you just keep doing it to the same one and then eventually i caught the bug and it was just all right buy another one yeah and another one and another one so yeah it's but tough yeah swapping stuff out because like i've got this little pile of parts that'll go into a bag and this will be for the metric body to put on an enduro chassis so it's you know links and everything and yeah it's kind of it it goes from you think it's a little simple body swap to changing a whole bunch of stuff out evidently well and that's the that's the problem that i'm running into and then that's the other thing that i'm trying to fix on that on that build too is so i with this build i'm tr i'm kind of like trying some new products that i've seen and it's like or stuff that like you know kind of like you know intrigues me or something i want to try so like i know um rock pirate rc just came out with the front shock hoops the angled back ones and i already have the rear so i was like all right i'll match them well I had already mounted the body with the rear shock, those after the rock pirates in place, but the fronts were the stock axial. And when you put theirs on, when you put the little body post on, it pushes everything back since it's a laid back design. So I was like, Oh, it doesn't line up with the hole. So I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do to combat that. I think I might be able to use those weird offset axial ones where when, uh, I think they came on like the Jeep or the Honcho. Oh, yeah. Where it kicks them in. Yeah. It's like, like a little flat spot and then the yep. post is like yep. offset. Yep. Yeah. So what I think I'm going to do is spin those around so they're aimed forward and I think I'll be okay. I had to use those to get the Cross RC Scout body to fit the Enduro on the hood 
still had to do my own holes in the roof, which is painful, but that's why those two scout bodies have roof racks on them. It's to hide the factory holes. So, yep. So little things like that. So actually being the fact that my only day off this week is Friday, I might actually do a little RC wrenching and fabbing if it's not raining too bad. Nice. So, see yeah, and yeah catch up on a couple of comments sean cook said second on the flat clear method on a buddy's drift body um nicolas russo oh i'll come back to that one um sean cook also said i had a perfectly prepped mst lambo body flake off from one weekend at the pacific northwest scale show using tamaya um ps2 uh just i just stare at it angrily <laughs> i i feel you i feel your pain it it hurts mr does said uh shot keys and then um nick larissa said jay speaking of bodies how much for a built to party sr5 oh gosh well the bad part is i can't even print that wrapper anything anymore all right yeah for now it's done I have it here, actually, sitting on a shelf. Right there. <laughs> Just sitting. What machine did you use to cut the wrap on the um, on my Capra? Uh, that was the one that just died, the inkjet. So I'll never be able to get that again? Uh, nope. <laughs> so i better take extra good care of that truck now yeah um i don't know i'll i at some point i'm gonna start playing around with some wraps and stuff but with going with the printer that we've been using for everything like like all of this is done on the gerber machine like this isn't the inkjet anymore oh and it's like metallics and stuff in it and everything you know so it's all like metallic silver and everything so we'll be able to do cool stuff like that but at the moment we won't be able to do anything that has gradients like fades or shadows or anything which is something i've always done on your stuff adam so um that part of it's going to be something we won't be able to reproduce anymore but I mean, as far as everything else goes, I could, I mean, I could always do a different version of that same one and just change a couple things to where it'll work good on this printer. But I don't know that, that sparkle stuff that might actually look really cool with the gold foil, like what we used on the water bottles and stuff. So that might look really good. The only, the other weird thing about using the Gerber machine for wraps is your cut lines have to make a circuit you know so like there has to be a start and a finish you can't do just like you know on the sides of the capra there's like two relief cuts oh that yeah are there to, so it'll lay over that kind of bulge that's in it um it it won't do straight cuts like that so it won't be able to do the hood or the roof or the sides so you'd have to make all your own relief cuts which would suck well, I'm saying my the the Kappa wrap is still in great condition. I just was thinking about it when you were talking. I'm like, so which ones do I have that were from that machine and which ones are for the other? Oh, yeah, it's 
basically anything really multicolored and stuff was done on the inkjet. You can tell if you look really close because you'll see all the little dots and stuff from the ink, but um, the Gerber's different. It's like way cleaner lines and stuff. So yeah, I mean, there's a trade-off. If you look at if you if you look at the stuff that if you've got any of our stuff, if you look at the color edges, and it's almost got a bit of like a uh, a fuzzy like a kind of a small fuzzy edge to any of like the colors, then it was inkjet, and then the Gerber almost looks like it's more of like a it looks almost like a digital line, like a little bit more cubic. So that's the easiest way to tell to me. Yeah, the Gerber, everything's like really, really clean. Really and square. Time. Yeah. Yeah, like more so than the inkjet. Yeah, Ink definitely. Okay. Like it looks like it's like a little bit better resolution almost. Yeah, yeah, This is exactly. the best way to explain it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff like that that won't be, won't be around anymore. Yeah. I have no idea what I'm even going to do with this body. I mean, it's, I have it set up to where it's on magnets, so it just, you can take this and just drop it right onto the EPX truck, but I don't know if I'd have to adjust the height or anything. Nick Lira says, has PayPal ready. <laughs> no, I guess I don't have it lined up exactly the way it was. I'd have to change the body, the body posts. Oh, well. Yeah. Nick Lurso says, glad I still have some trace, Trail Slayer stuff still. And then Sean Cook said, I work at a local sticker factory. I can't print metallic, but I can print on optically clear and white using UV matte finish and solvent photo grade. And then hit me in DMs oh, nice. if you need some help, uh, need some print help. Oh, right on. Thank you. Yeah, no, at some point we'll buy another inkjet, but right now I'm just going to stick with the Gerber because, like, the stuff that I did last night slash early this morning, like, it just turned out so good. It just yeah. looks so nice and clean, so I'm just looking forward to doing more stuff with that. Yeah, if we can explore how far we can take the Gerber in capability, that I think is the best return, you know, best reward we'll at the that. moment machine has such a small footprint too like it's so little yeah, that's so what's nice. nice about it it can just fit anywhere i love that thing i hated the inkjet yeah. the only thing i don't like is laminating stuff with it because you've got to trim off where the yeah. tractor feed holes are but i mean other really though that's kind of my only gripe well i guess that and setting up the target for cutting like trying to get the target set since yeah. you're just eyeballing it versus it like actually scanning crop marks and stuff and doing it itself. Yeah, it's a little more manual. But, well, yeah, but, I mean, whatever. It, it works really good. I mean, it's super, super good quality. One thing that I did notice, though, um, I did the windshield um, decal kit, the window decal kit on that green Tacoma, and we used the Oracle stuff this time instead of 3M. Dude, it's so much clearer now it just it looks so much better huh. so all of our nice. all of our new stuff on clear vinyl is gonna be on a new material and looks way better than it ever has in the past way clearer awesome. yeah nice 
Yeah, that's one thing I still got to do one of these times is I got to get you the... I have a set of masks for the 10-3 body so I can do the little sponsor window thing. Oh, yeah. Instead of sticking all my stickers on the back window. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's no problem at all. I can totally do that. What color are their masks? Are they just like that yellowish stuff or is it white? No, no, no. I'm talking about the actual sticker, the tinted sticker thing. Right. I don't know. Did, you, did you say you had the paint mask for the window? I don't know. Though, or no? I will have to look because I have oh. the, I have their tinted stuff that is actually what I was talking about. Oh, I got. I should have said this. I had the decals. Gotcha. Yeah, I kind of at some point thought I would have ordered that body by now, but. Maybe I need to do that so we can do a window kit for those. It's probably be a good idea. There's a lot of those jails running around out there. Yeah. Well, that's what I was saying. I could send you the the tinted ones from the sticker sheet, and then you just yeah. If you want to do that, that'd be cool. I was just going to use it as an excuse to update like my OG X10. Oh, there you go. Actually, do some of it for pictures. But if I don't have to buy it, and I can just do the windows and use your pictures that's way better whatever you want you tell me yeah yeah if you if you want just mail them up here and i'll i'll do that that'd be easy let's see so did you end up getting all the bottles out to everybody or are there still people waiting i think i got about half out so far I need to get boxes to put them all in. That's the hardest part right now is I'm probably just going to order boxes off of Amazon. We were uh, using UPS or USPS flat rate ones, and oh, my God, the shipping was just horribly oh, expensive. Yeah. It's like 16 bucks a person. So can, well, that's not going to work. You can get I – got, um, I got the medium flat rate boxes, but I got, the, I got them um, – like just the same dimensions, but I just bought them from Uline. Oh and yeah, so much cheaper doing it that way. Yeah, I need to do that. I'll I'll check on Amazon and order up some this week then, so we can get the rest of those out. That'd be nice to do. I have, I have these weird like little mailers that I not merely mailers, but um, they're really strange like small white box that I use for a lot of international orders. But then basically like just the the brown flat rate or medium flat rate size is what I use for like everything else. If I, if I can't hmm. ship it, just flat rate and it's a lot, it's a lot nicer. Yeah. I'll get some of those then. I think those are ones that are like 11 by nine by six or something like that. Uh, yeah, actually let me see real quick while I'm thinking about it. Oh, I know what I wanted to check. Yeah, 10 by 8 by 6. Okay. Yeah, I'll get some of those on the way then. Cool. Yeah, if you guys haven't gotten yours yet, don't uh, don't worry. We are on it. On the way. Oh, let's see. What else did we want to touch on tonight? I think that was really it. Um, 
are we still planning on doing a silly season post later or 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 podcast later oh or did you want to touch on any of that now i don't know we kind of talked about all that with ty but i mean we can always go over it again there is one thing that came up yesterday more so was that there is a difference between resign and resign <laughs> that came up yeah um a lot of people resigned with their sponsors this year so if you are in that group of people who are staying with someone for next year make sure that you did actually format your grammar correctly <laughs> re dash signed if you stayed with them resigned all one word if you left that's pretty funny. And it would actually. be quite the power statement to say that you've resigned from anything in an RC. So, yep. Looking forward to that. That's really That's it. Funny. That's the only thing. It's just that time of year again. <laughs> um, yeah. Let's see. Sean Cook did ask. I says out of the blue RC question. I'm buying myself an Xmas present. Axial SMT10 or Losi LMT. If you've got the cheese, get the Losi. Yeah, I was going to say you're comparing apples to oranges with that one. Yeah, I mean, SMT10's not bad. Like, it's it's a fun truck, and they're super cheap. They're only, like, 300 bucks for an RTR or something. Oh. And the brush motor that comes with them actually works pretty good. But the LMT is all around just better. Yeah, if you weren't immediately deterred by the price, then... Yeah, you're still thinking yeah, about then, it. Then the LMT is probably the way to go. Yeah, for sure. Wow, I've not seen this. What's that? that? I've never seen the LMT before. Oh, really? Yeah, Ty has one. We were talking about it the other day. Years. He hasn't done anything to it yet, but God, that's cool. Yeah, that's yeah. That sweet. It's burly. It's bigger than SMT10. Yeah, but like that's yeah, it's a little bigger. Just looks wrong until you put the like bigger wheels and tires on it. Like it just has a funny look to it. So, I'll be honest though, the hardest part you'll have with the SMT10, ask me how I know, is just learning to live with the factory wheels and tires. Um, I put the Proline destroyers and the bigger and I think what were they? I forget what they're called, the Crushers or something like that. They're the traditional chevron tread pattern and uh first jump landed boom there goes the there was the front axle shaft so replaced it went out again and then did the same thing to the rear axle shaft so after that i said i think these wheels and tires are just too heavy for this thing so we went back to stock everything and i've had no issues since it's a lot of weight sticking really far out. Like I have J concepts, uh, 2.6 wheels on mine with, Oh gosh, I forget the name of the, maybe the tires are firestorms. I don't remember exactly, but they're huge, like way bigger than stock. And it adds a lot of weight to that thing. But the other thing too, is like, even with like J concepts has SLW style hubs. They're not the same exact pattern, but I mean the same print, you know with different so that you can change the offset and like with the 
most offset hubs on it, that thing still like I had to put rear steer in it because it just wouldn't turn. Like the tires are so big that they just hit and you had no turning radius at all. So, I mean, like it you, to make an SMT 10, like look rad, like an LMT or any of those, like it ends up being a lot of money and then you end up breaking stuff like Adam was saying. So I don't know. I, and then the other I thing I it all over again, I'd go LMT 10 probably. And the other thing I got to say to add in on the SMT 10 is don't go crazy and upgrade everything to aluminum. That's the number one uh, issue that I've seen with those is like somebody will be like, oh, I'm going to put the aluminum VP axles in it. Then they start breaking, you know, like, I don't like whatever they there's more parts whatever down the road like there's part is down the, down yeah. the line yeah. it's like it's like they go oh i'm gonna go with aluminum and then like they launch it they land and they blow out a drive shaft okay i'm gonna upgrade to um mips or something like that then they blow out the transmission and you're just like stop just leave it all <laughs> plastic as much as that's like how you like nobody ever wants to just do and yeah. the thing just takes a beating i put axle tubes in mine and left everything else plastic on it. I did the Vanquish um, lower links to get rid of the trailing arms, you know, and like shortens the wheelbase. I did those on it and left the upper links plastic so that it's got a little bit of give, you know, like it, it, it doesn't feel like super solid when you pick it up. And plus, you know, the suspension's kind of soft and floppy on like monster trucks anyways, you know, like they're not like, there's a lot of articulation stuff in them and uh that that was really about it and so far i mean i i don't know i've i've driven it a bit and like done some dumb stuff and haven't messed anything up yet so i yeah i, I agree that it's kind of important to like have some plastic there to absorb some of the impacts because you go to aluminum you're just going to break whatever the next weakest link is in the chains so yeah. well because what like because the smt is kind of like a basher and if you haven't noticed a lot of bashers are plastic and they're plastic for a reason yep <laughs> so they're able to bend they're able to you know take a little bit more of a beating whereas like aluminum there's no bending it's snapping so yep. and i've seen people go to aluminum axles and they snap the aluminum axle and then you're out the hundred and something dollars it was for the aluminum axle whereas if you just run the plastic one and if you were to snap it, usually it's like 10 bucks for an axle housing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sean Cook says so. epic price isn't an issue. Best monster truck review yet. Perfect. Nice. nice. Well, glad we can help. Um, he needs to follow that um, big America guy on Instagram. If he wants to get excited about the LMT. 10 that guy has a couple monster trucks and one of them is his lmt 10 that he made like a cage or something for and dude like he pulls off some pretty rad stuff definitely like by far the best like monster truck rc monster truck instagram account is that big america guy there super super entertaining huh. nice um nick larissa says hope you guys have a merry christmas happy new year um Thank you, you as well. Uh, Chris Trudeau asks, is Adam still MKS T manager slash rep? 
Uh, yes. So, um, I mean, I'm assuming it's still just assistant team manager. Um, Tim Smith is supposed to be the team manager. So, um, haven't a hundred percent dialed in all the, uh, new stuff going on for 2022. Um, but yeah, nope. Still part of MKS. Actually, as a matter of fact, in case everybody was annoyed by the uh, winter hat, I had my MKS for backup. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, <laughs> Nick Larusso asks, how is Project Nacho Belgrande coming? That thing is rad. <laughs> I can't wait till we can actually talk about it. It, it works really, really well. <laughs> it's good. We're happy. Yeah. Yeah, very, very, very happy. It's, um, well, I mean, it's mostly done. Um, I tied up a lot of the peculiarities for machining and everything this week. So basically everything, basically everything by end of next week will have the official green light. They're getting machined. Um, every all that stuff. So parts are going to be coming. That's exciting. And then going into next year, it'll be just a little bit of getting the launch stuff figured out and obviously getting announcements for, you know, for all of it figured out and, uh, packaging you know, still got to do packaging. Packaging is a big thing. So, um, yeah. that's something that we're still looking at. I, I kind of started that correspondence with some people today. So, Oh, you did? Yeah, I did. So, yeah, it's it's moving along pretty well. Some of it, um, it will really start to get some energy behind it in January just as far as getting all the little pieces moving. Um, I don't have a great timetable as of yet. It's still going to be – I'm targeting I, – I, I do plan to have it announced in January. Like, people will know what it is in January. We'll have that released. Um, we haven't posted on the page yet that EPX Pro is going end of life, actually. So that's going to be coming out in the blog post on Friday. Um, so we'll take care of that. And then we'll announce it sometime in January. And then there will be just some stuff. A lot. There's a lot of cool stuff beyond just the, just the parts themselves and obviously what this kit's going to be. Um, there's going to be some cool stuff that comes along with it. So I've got to start kind of getting through all that and then we'll be teasing that stuff along the way. So, yeah, but a lot of the harder, the harder work is done. So now it's just making it real. And, um, yeah, yeah, that's basically, that's basically it as of now, but so far, so far, so good. Pretty stoked. But yeah, I did, uh, um, sweet. I did one thing. I'll have to show it at some point because it's just, it's too much work to not show somebody. But part of what I did in the, in tandem to this project was I've been doing a full CAD render of a Enduro platform um, to use as a development tool. And also sometimes I get writer's block when I'm drawing something. So it kind of helps to then just go replicate a part somewhere. But that's been something that's helped a lot, which is why we're pretty much done now is because on, you know, on my screen, so to speak, I've already pieced it all together and know what the fit and everything is like. So 
um, and I've seen it on a chassis. So I'll have to share those pictures at some point when it comes time. Um, but that's been kind of a fun side project, all this. While I've been kind of the one back there that you can see even kind of doing it in tandem. So, yeah, but beyond that, just time, time, time. Um, Nick Larosso also asks, Adam, I might have missed it. How's the knee? It was not the knee. It was my ankle. Mm. And uh, it's back to like nothing ever happened. Except for it was funny, I will got to say. So last week, the painters were painting the first floor of the remodel, and they had plastic off one of the doorways. And then, uh, so everybody can go through it at the end of the day, they just cut down the center and kind of like peeled it apart. <laughs> and I was walking the job with the boss, and uh, I was stepping through, and my toe caught the part on the bottom that was still like taped, and I kind of like hopped forward. And he like was like, gave me that look like please don't fall and i'm like i'm good i'm good <laughs> so yeah well, sweet. but no ankles good and then chris Trudeau says sor v 2.5 <laughs> no we don't know what we're calling it just yet grande it won't be called grande <laughs> it'll be called grande sometimes it's hard to know if he's serious but it won't be called grande <laughs> Nacho Bel Grande. Yeah. But yeah. Right now. <laughs> All right. Don't have anything else listed, really. We're a little bit shy of an hour and a half, so we're probably close to being able to wrap up. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, if you wanted to wrap up, I know we're all exhausted. We're still, you know, grinding during the day at our day yeah. jobs. Yeah. Well, cool. Alrighty. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Thanks for everybody for joining us and hanging yeah, out you, during our technical difficulties. But being only 18 minutes late from scheduled time is pretty good. So we're we're making for progress. Us, our technical really difficulty has a name. That's that's early for us. <laughs> um. So yeah. Thank you. And then if you guys couldn't make the show, then you know I appreciate you guys listening regardless. Um. Through streaming. Um, and yeah, if you guys don't have any last, uh, last minute thoughts when we can probably get out of here and call tonight. No, uh, just want to wish you guys a Merry Christmas. Hope you guys, you know, get to spend time with your loved ones. Um, and yeah, I guess, uh, we going to do a show next week or are we just going to wait till the new year? I don't know. That's a good what question. do you guys want to do? I should be available. So, yeah, I mean, a little hard to say as of now, but I should I should be able to. Okay. So we might see you guys next week. If not, have a happy and safe new year. And uh, looking forward to 2022. Yep. Absolutely. Sweet. Thank you, everybody. See you guys next time. See ya. See ya.